This is Minutia Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. You know how sometimes, okay, often, okay, all the time we talk about how our best years are behind us. (laughs) Yes. And we're broken down and we're creaky and, you know, know, we're just passing the time. Yeah. Playing out the string, right? Well, I thought I might have stumbled upon a place that will revitalize us. You know, make us thrive again and, 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 and recreate that youthful sensibility that we used to have back in the 80s. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, But sure. we were just full of life. Yeah. Sucking everything down. Just right? a bounce in our step. <laughs> right. Well, I visited this past, for Thanksgiving, I visited my in-laws. Right. In this place called Palm Desert, California. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Um, and the minute... A- average age. <laughs> right. The, the, the minute I landed, I'm like... Oh my God! I've never felt this alive before, right? I was like, I was like a young stud, you know, yeah, exactly. just like I was in the '80s because everybody else is in their '80s, right? You know, when I went to restaurants, heads would turn, like, you know, <laughs> who's, who's that young strapping <laughs> buck? <laughs> who's that spry and viral specimen? Uh, so they, they knew I was the goods yeah. when I walked anywhere, of right? Course. So of course, of course, I do what anybody does in that kind of a situation. I find a poker room. Of course. Right? You know? Yeah. Um, Figuring and, you're dealing with some frail minds. <laughs> right. So, and to my delight, there was a very nice poker room in Rancho Mirage, okay. the Agua Caliente. I mean, there's kind of Spanish there. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, oh, this. And, and to my delight, again, the average age of the people playing poker was exactly what the average age of the population was, right? Now, that also means they've got more experience. Well, now, hold on here. Let's let's start. So, you know, I sit down at the poker room. I'm feeling a little full of myself. I sit down at the table. I'm feeling a little full of myself, okay? I'm sizing up the competition. You know, there's, there's you know, there's oxygen tank Teresa. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. There's, you know, there's pillbox Perry. Sure. You know, and, sure. and I'm checking out their stacks. You know, and get your mind out of the gutter. I'm not talking yeah. about it's no, the chip what stacks, whatever. I know what you mean. So I sit down and I am, I'm like, I'm going to make these people eat ramen noodles for Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. I'm like, these people are going to be crying for me. They are going to beg for their teeth back. <laughs> exactly right. You're going to check raise me your molars. Let's do this, sweetie. Uh-huh. 20 minutes. I completely busted out. Yeah. Absolutely just. Just, hey, uh, you're discovering this as you're getting older. Uh, you're getting wiser yourself. So, and these people have 20 years on you. They got 20 maybe years even more. Uh, but I was misreading hands, and it and, and just just totally just got completely outplayed by you know. It's, Good. It's uh, you know for the lady says hold on for a second as she you know takes a hit of her oxygen <laughs> and then yeah. and then cuts you shreds. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, so, you, hey, you live, you learn. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, we have a show to do, um, and uh, we're going to get to that here in just a moment. But first, listen to this other fine old pie show. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get... Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Hey, that's us. Yeah. 
Well, hey, how you doing? You, yeah? I know that you suffered a loss yesterday. Uh, kind of a talking, family member, right? I mean. You're talking about the Germany loss? The Germany, yeah. yeah. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm not happy. They got cheated. What? What? So if you, you know, for, for the one or two people out there that are not soccer fans, yeah, yeah, um, right. I'll explain it to you. Uh, Japan uh, beat uh, the team that uh, they were playing against. And, and if they had just tied, Germany would have gone through. Okay. Um, but they won two to one. Japan won two to one. But on their second goal, the ball was out of bounds and brought back in, and they didn't call it out. Okay. And so that goal should not have counted, and Germany should still be in this thing. Well, so, but Germany was in a position that they must not have done particularly well in their other two games, or they wouldn't have cared, right? I think we have uh, a business to attend to today, so let's do that, uh, please. So, Rick, I know you're a big fashionista. Always have been. right, you know. You're, always you're very brand conscious. People are always talking about that. Hey, those sweatpants are those Armani? <laughs> these I call these Adidas. <laughs> I call these Kirkland. <laughs> these are Kirkland brand. Uh, well, fashion designer Balenciaga. I'm sure you're. If I went up to your room right now, you would oh. see just loaded, loaded with Balenciaga. Um, they're under fire for creepy ads of kids. With bondage outfits. Did you see this by any chance? Yeah. Did you did you want some Jenkins? Yes, I was just gonna ask you. Okay. Can you flop me out of Jenkins. All right, here we go. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw ups. Jenkins! It could only be Jenkins! Jenkins with Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Okay, what's he got? So the iconic Spanish designer is under fire online after showing two young girls holding stuffed animals that are dressed in bondage gear in a recent digital advertisement. Um, and I've got them right here. I've printed it out using paper. Yeah, Kids out nice. there, you can use paper yeah, still. It's not against the law. <laughs> um, in one image, a ginger-haired little girl sported a T-shirt from the brand while holding, a, holding the strap connected to a white bear, which was in a vest with a padlock choker. Around his neck, obviously that's some BDSM thing that you know. Oh my god, we don't have a lot of that in my house. No. Right? Yeah. Um, and in another one, a brunette child, and here that's the second one that I just did. Um, a brunette child donned a blue outfit while clutching a purple plush animal, which was sporting, as you can see, some leathery, yeah, thing. Right, whatever. And, um, and these are not like teenagers; these are like young six, yeah, right, six or five year old girls, right now. This is one of these instances where I don't think we can just blame one Jenkins, right? Yeah, there was a whole series of Jenkins that uh, proved this yeah. up and down the ladder. <laughs> Parents, right? Yeah, and- Photographers, creative directors, creative directors, copywriters, web designers. You yeah, know? I mean, exactly. Yeah, right. The guy's like, you know, hey, what do you guys want for lunch? Wouldn't somebody have right. said, you know, I'm not sure. Where along the line, somebody could have stopped this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, as you know, I do a lot of extensive research for this podcast. You do. I mean, yes. I am constantly, and I was researching this story a little bit, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole of over-sexualized stuffed animals. Okay. Okay. Oh, and, uh, do not <laughs> Google this at all. Right. And I found a couple of things that are a little bit disturbing. Okay? okay. First of all, there is, and this is totally true, an actual mental disorder called plushophilia. Yeah. Have you heard about I this? have, yes. Which is a sexual attraction to stuffed animals. Um, and there's actually a name for the act of sex with a stuffed animal. It's called yiffing. 
Yiffing. Yiffing. Did you even know that? No, but it's a, was that the sound it makes? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, is it with a squeaker or no squeaker? I don't know. Yiffing. Yiffing. So, so that's yiffing. Uh, okay. But perhaps the most disturbing thing that I found, there is a video. Oh, and let me rewind. YouTube has, a, or not YouTube, Pornhub. And honey, it's research. Yeah. Pornhub has a whole section on people having sex with stuffed animals. You're kidding. No, there isn't. But there's a YouTube video on, well, YouTube entitled How to Have Sex with a Plushie. I thought that YouTube didn't have stuff like that on there. Well, it's right there. Maybe he's not... I actually right. showing I it. didn't yeah. I didn't I, I could have just be an info dump I don't okay. know but guess how many views the oh, no. how to have a sex with a plushie video has uh a million 132,000 that what? is <laughs> sick 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 and 132 1,000 of them are <laughs> minutia listeners and we love you <laughs> that's true yeah, that's true. No judgment. Mm. <laughs> no judgment. No. You yiffers. Yeah, what you do download, as long as you download, I don't, we don't care. Yiff, yiff, yiff. Okay. Uh, uh, I have a story. Uh, this is, you know how we love uh, tracking lawsuits? Um, it's America's pastime. Yes. This story comes to us this week from the Washington Post. Is Trump involved? I'm just curious. Because no. I believe every lawsuit has him involved <laughs> no, in it. No, right not now. this one. Not involved at all. I'll read right out of the uh, the Washington Post uh, article here. Ready in three and a half minutes, declares the packaging for Velveeta's microwavable mac and cheese cups. But that's simply not true, according to one allegedly inconvenient South Florida woman who points out that, that that figure accounts for just the microwave time. It does not include other time-consuming steps, such as tearing off the lid, oh adding water, and stirring in cheese sauce. This is an American. you got to tell me it's an American. Of course. Yeah. Uh, her name is Amanda Ramirez. Um, she might not have uh, bothered buying the shells and cheese product had she known the truth, <laughs> says a proposed class-action lawsuit. The lawsuit file, filed in Miami seeks more than $5 million in damages <laughs> on behalf of the woman and other purportedly hoodwinked customers yeah, right. who have spent minutes <laughs> of their time wasted because of this. It accuses the Kraft Heinz company, the maker of cheesy cups, of deceptive and unfair yeah, trade practices. Yeah, yeah. To which I say, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this country is doomed. <laughs> So I've been preparing some lawsuits. Um, okay, good. Yeah, I'll be uh, suing my mother. <laughs> okay. Because... You know, the roast beef she gave us a couple of months well, ago no, was... much worse than that. She told me when I graduated from college that she was over the moon. I, that's, that's She was not. She, <laughs> she was, was in lying. Champaign-Urbana. She's a liar. <laughs> she is a liar. Five million dollars, please. <laughs> I'm also suing my wife. Mm-hmm. Because uh, she told me that... Uh, she my, would honor and obey? No, she told me that my behavior last night was the last straw. Yeah. And then I went to Wendy's and ordered a Coke. You know what they gave me with the Coke? <laughs> Another straw. It was not the last straw. <laughs> Liar. $5 million, please. Also, I'm suing the Proclaimers, the band. Oh, I... I... Because uh, they say in their song they will walk 500 miles. And they. I say prove it. <laughs> and if you can't prove it, pay up, motherfuckers. Right. And, and if you already walked 500 miles, you say right in the song you'll walk 500 more. Yeah, so it never ends, Do pal. it and pay up, you <laughs> miserable fucking liars. You are liars. 
that's funny. That's that's well, you know, we could get sued we because could. our jingle says, give us 22 minutes and we'll give you nothing More. of value. We give like 30 minutes of nothing of value. I don't even play that one anymore. Okay, good. <laughs> For legal reasons. Hey, we've got a great review. You want to hear it? Yeah. Playbill 11 yeah. writes on the podcast apps app. Minutia Men is like a good, solid bottle of wine you can get for under 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, I kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. Have you ever heard a sentence that tip of, that, yeah. that, that described us better than that? That's perfect. All right. Well, I appreciate that. You know, uh, if, you, uh, if you rate us, you review us, you follow us, that all of that helps us. And uh, it gets the word yeah. out about Minutia Men. And if you like Minutia Men, check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. It's time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the Rick and Dave archives and we uh, find something over the past 40 years that uh, Rick and Dave have produced uh, for you that somehow ties into the news this week. And this week is Robin Givens' birthday. Remember Robin Givens? Sure, Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike she, Tyson's she was married to uh, Mike Tyson. She was part of the show Head of the Class. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, Dan Frischman on who played Arvin, Arvin. from that show. Ar was it Arvid or Arvin? I think it's Arvid. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Arvid. Okay. Well, you know, we, we may find out in this clip because uh, we're going to go back and, and play this no, clip. No, I think it's it. Arvind. Well, no, it's Arvid. I see it, it is right Arvind. here. Okay. Yeah. Don't question me. <laughs> going to sue you. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's play a little uh, bit of this because he talks to us a little bit about what Robin Givens was like. And also uh, her husband, who was on the set a few times. Here we go. Okay, so that's the other one I was going to ask you about, because Robin Givens um, right. was one of the stars of the show. And right, was it yes. during the show that she married Mike Tyson while she was on yes, the show? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, th that was that brought us uh, quite a bit of uh, free publicity. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, no one had any, any problem with that. And uh, Mike came to visit the set quite often. And, and he tipped so over the going, buffet, right? <laughs> <laughs> he got mad at Robin. Uh, no, not really. Uh, he and Howard uh, got into a fist yeah, fight. Right. Come on, <laughs> give us something. Good <laughs> God, <laughs> man. Well, okay, this is something. Uh, well, I remember when, he, when I first met him, uh, every, he came on the set and everybody was like really impressed. Uh, and he shook my hand. Like, his, like My hand like disappeared <laughs> into his hand. Yeah. And and this big barrel of a guy says, "How you doing, Ovid? It's really nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you're very funny." And which was great. And then you know, I I didn't have much to say to him because he'd hang out a lot, but we you know we'd, we'd say hello. And there was one episode where my character was having a relationship or a relationship problem, and he actually came up to me. And he said, Arvid, can I talk? He was called me Arvid, which, by the way, was fine with me because yeah. I had no choice. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you mean you didn't, uh, po you didn't poke your finger in his chest and go, listen, pal? <laughs> it's D-A-N. What can't you I am Dan Frischman. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, Mr. Dan. Yeah. So, <laughs> to you. Uh, <laughs> so by the, uh, he, he, we went over to the, uh, the craft service table. And he goes, he says, Arvid, I want to talk to you because – 
me and Robin, we argue a lot and we argue all the time and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> and I realized that the heavyweight boxing champion of the world is asking me for a championship. In fact, he's not even asking me. He's asking Arvid. <laughs> the character never even copped a feel, you know. And yeah, so he's yeah. like, a character uh, so who's I, fourteen I, years old, <laughs> <laughs> supposedly, right? Oh my god, three. that is and the funniest so I, story I've ever heard. Well, so well, I didn't know what to say to him really, because uh, I really wanted to be serious. Because he was like, you know, right yeah, there, sure. and uh, I said, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's good to argue. I think. Uh, it gets everything out in the open, and uh, so obviously I'm responsible for everything that happened after that. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so you're <laughs> so the ear taking the blame. So you're the you're the responsible. You're the I'm, for the, I'm the responsible the, the, the ear biting. Boy, you right, just right, the, right. there's just a debris in your in your <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, you're, you're like Germany in the forties. You are just a wake of terror. There he is. Yeah. That was uh, Dan Frischman is the name of the actor, and he played Arvid Engen on uh, Head of the Class and gave us a great uh, Robin Givens story. And you can listen to that interview. You can. Uh, it's episode number 105 of Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. While we still have more show, uh, you want to tell me a little bit about what your next uh, story is? Great news for the paper industry. Okay. Yeah. Great news. And I've got uh, Never Let Your Teenage Daughters Write Your Speech. And we also have a celebrity story. We've got all sorts of great stuff coming up, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, Soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opai show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Rick, finally, finally, I've got some good news for my friends that are still in the paper business. And as you know, I'm a longtime <laughs> paper guy. I don't know if everybody knows that because uh, you never talk about paper. <laughs> Let's just say I know my way around Dutch cutting a 35 by 20 uh, or 40, a 35 by 46 and a half sheet. Yeah. Exactly. There's like 32 people right now that are listening that are. On the floor. Uh, on the floor on laughing the floor. right now. Well, you've heard about the mass protests in China. Right? Yeah. I mean, and not exactly. Oh, sure. I didn't even think of this. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what they're protesting. It's probably human rights or, yeah, you know. Whatever. Or right. why fortunes and fortune cookies are really not fortunes and they're more proverbs. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that, probably more of a... I don't think that's what it's about. But, well, uh, you, you, so you see how they're protesting? Yes, they're holding blank pieces of paper up. Boom, that is like the best account you could possibly. You know, it is funny that you mention that because when I first saw it on the news the other day, my first thought was, oh, my God, Dave is going to laugh. And what's great, and I know my way around selling not-so-great paper. <laughs> yes. You know, because uh, some of the companies I work for may uh, not have sold exactly great paper. Is it, isn't there a term for it? What do they call it's it? It's called, uh, well, I always, it's job lot paper was the. Okay. But I always called paper of dubious. 
I used to either call it dubious distinction or it's not bad paper. It's misunderstood paper. Oh, that is, is all part. Oh, of my God. Now, all the paper, the paper jokes are flooding <laughs> into my head right now. Uh, but what's again, the paper can be horrible quality. Right. Yeah. I mean, caliper can be off grain direction. And again, those 32 people right now are still on the floor. <laughs> you know, brightness, you uh-huh. know, whatever. Uh-huh. It absolutely doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, um, but we're get, we're really uh, mainstream in this. We've got paper stories. We're talking soccer. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're a wide range of our universe of people. Are oh, yeah. So and I do remember I got now. I just thought of another story. What's that? I, how much tape do we have? Oh, my God. No, no. So I had an account back in the day when I yeah, was uh-huh. when I was slinging skids. It was called Gunco. And what Gunco did is they sold, they manufactured gun targets. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Like, perfect for people that sell shitty paper. Yeah. This is a perfect account. And I remember going into the absolute, <laughs> just the bowels of the warehouse to find the worst crap. You know, to send them, and I would mark it up, and I'm like, "Hey, it was a wonderful." Never got any complaints. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's for that's a tip for all you paper salesmen out there. Jerry Olins, he was the paper buyer. <laughs> He's the guy. J- Jerry Olins and his son played hockey. Okay. Okie dokie. Uh, listen, we got, didn't pay very well. You know, it was like a sixty day account, and I yeah. would have to. But I'd love to hear more. Okay. Um, we'll yeah. we'll have to schedule some time for that okay. later. Okay. Um, but we have to continue on with the show and. You know who Adam Sandler is? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, he has gotten a big award um, at the 32nd annual Gotham Awards on Monday evening. They gave him like a uh, a lifetime, lifetime achievement award, greatest of all time, or whatever. <clears throat> right, yeah. uh, performer tribute award yeah. is what they called it. Now, um, the reason I bring this up is because Sandler didn't bother writing a speech, and instead, as he was leaving. His daughter said to him, Dad, you have to have a speech. Do you mind if we write it for oh, you? Yeah. Now, I I brought this in because... I have three teenage daughters. three teenage right, daughters. Sure. His daughters are Well, actually, teenagers. only two. One is no longer a teenager. Well, that's true. Um, but uh, your daughters are ruthless to you. Yeah. I hear them when, when they call in. They're, oh, yeah. they're ruthless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that uh, they may have something in common well, with Adam Sandler's family. Not to interrupt, but I'm going to. You know that you, so Julia got a hold of my phone and reprogrammed my, my, um, ways. Yeah. That it was her voice on the ways. Oh my God. And it would be, Hey, Baldy, turn left. For real? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Right, right. Mom should have married blah, blah, blah. Turn right. I mean, totally. Yes. So So. where does she live now? (laughs) She's my favorite. She's one of my favorite of my three kids. Okay. Well, here is Adam Sandler reading. uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's about five minutes long, but I'm going to play just a little short clip. Uh, he's reading it in the voice that his daughters asked him to read it in, which is his wacky southern voice okay. that he does. And here we go. Dear well-dressed dignitaries, <laughs> highly educated hipsters, and various other plus ones of the, <laughs> of the Gotham Awards, thank you for giving our daddy, Mr. Adam Sandler, this prestigious lifetime, all-time, primetime goat, Achievement Tribute Award, or whatever this frankly disturbing object is supposed to fucking represent. Uh, It means a lot to him, seeing as most of the awards on his trophy trophy shelf are shaped like popcorn buckets, blimps, 
or fake mini Oscars that say Father of the Year, <laughs> which he sadly purchased himself <laughs> while wandering in a self-pitying fog through the head shops of Times Square. <laughs> First off, we would like to begin by apologizing for Daddy's disturbingly unkept beard. He is... He is under the illusion it hides the hamburger grease-covered flesh waves of his tri triple chin. But to us, it just makes his head look like someone threw black and gray cornflakes on a fucking beanbag. <laughs> we, all, we also uh, <laughs> wish we could be at tonight's award show with all of you sophisticated people, but Daddy said, and we quote, I don't want to spend a whole night that's supposed to be about me and my greatness listening to you two newly pubertized buffoons <laughs> screaming, where is Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> and how can we legally squeeze that fine little Jewish ass of his? <laughs> you get the idea. <clears throat> yeah. I love it. Yeah, my kids would be just, oh. Yeah. Yeah, really. yeah. I mean, they would have written something similar to that, don't you think? You know, and you, you, you know, we've talked to celebrities, a lot of celebrities, and the commonality of all of them is their kids absolutely don't give a shit about <laughs> No, exactly. Them. So it's absolutely, exactly. it's like, you know, I don't care who you are. You know, I told you I hate oak nut without seeds or whatever, <laughs> so you know? True. Poppy seeds? I hate fucking poppy seeds. <laughs> you suck, Dad. We, we went to vote. uh it, on voting day, mm -hmm. went downtown Mount Prospect, and you know I said my name to the the person yeah. there, um, and and she goes, oh, Rick Kempfer, uh, congratulations on the new book. <laughs> and Johnny was with me, and he's like, uh, <laughs> 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 why do people know about that? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, some people know who right, I am. Right, okay, yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> All right, it's time for a uh, a celebrity story. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we... Uh, read your emails. Mm -hmm. uh, you sent them to us. Uh, you tell us your celebrity brushes with greatness stories. And we get a lot of them. Um, pretty happy with uh, the uh, input that we got, a bunch of them over the holidays, including, I think, our first one ever from Canada. Oh. Uh, this is from Rob P. in Canada. He emailed this week. Um, I think you're going to enjoy this mm -hmm. one. All right. My mom is a hairdresser in Toronto. And last year around Christmas time, she told me that she was doing the hair for one of the girls in the movie Mean Girls. Okay. I asked which one, and she said that I could come by the shop at 1 p.m. on Thursday and see, because she had no idea what her mm -hmm. name was. Well, I looked up the cast on IMDb. It's a star-studded cast. Amanda Seyfried, or Seyfried mm -hmm. Rachel McAdams, and Lindsay Lohan played mm -hmm. the daughters in that movie. Um Anna Gasteyer, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler play their mothers. I figured I had a very good chance of meeting a big star. Mm -hmm. And on Thursday, I came into the beauty shop to casually check in with mom, and I, said, and I didn't recognize the girl in the chair. I said, hi, mom. She responded, oh, good to see you, Rob. This is the girl I was telling you about from the movie. I extended my hand. I said, I'm Rob. She answered, I'm Alana. 
Well, after that, I went home and looked on IMDb again. Alana Schilling played the spelling bee girl. And I wondered if this qualifies for your brushes with celebrity section. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that one. Yeah, it is great. I know. Uh, well, who was it that we talked to who yelled at us because, I don't remember, it was when we were making fun of one of his roles and it was like, parking clerk two but he was actually parking clerk one yeah and he, yes, exactly. and he was like parking clerk one man i think it was uh it was richard epcar the uh <laughs> the voice guy you know we have actually a very good um minutia Men celebrity interview mm-hmm. right now if you want to listen to it um so halloween just happened yeah right um and uh the grinch a very famous movie yeah. obviously and i'm talking about the original animated one from the 60s or whatever. Right, which is not about Halloween at all. Well, but wait, it's not on Halloween. That's right. It's, it's Christmas. I'm Jewish. It's, oh, that's right. It's, it's the Grinch that stole Christmas. Okay. It's well, in the title. Well, I, I got confused because the daughter, the, the daughter of <laughs> Boris Karloff, who is Halloween, because we talked about Halloween. Yes, that is okay. the problem. Right? Fine. See, I don't know why I didn't win in that poker game with all the old people. I don't. Why did I not win? So Sarah Karloff, the daughter of Boris Karloff, who was the voice of the Grinch, but also played a lot of movies, monster yeah. movies for right. Halloween. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, famously, Mummy, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And Boris Karloff, perhaps the greatest. And we talked about all of those right. things. We talked about them appropriately uh, without <laughs> without me screwing up the holidays. <laughs> so you know, if you want to listen to us do it well, <laughs> check out the uh, check out the interview that exists right now. A minutia men celebrity interview, uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, listen, we have some people to thank. We've got to thank the executive producer of the show, Tony Lasana, with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O P P I H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?